welcome back to Skyvery. Now, for today's episode, there is no guest, as today I'm talking about a topic that is very, very close to me, and that is sleep or resting or just taking a break, getting some shut eye, resting your eyes, whatever you want to call it. It's the lack of um, consciousness, but knowing that you're resting up and then feel really great um, when you wake up. Um, and I really want to talk about this topic because, like I said, it's near and dear to me. Not because you think that I would sleep a lot, but because I don't sleep a lot. So I, I value all the sleep that I can get as I record this episode at 2 a.m. on a Thursday. Yeah, so sorry about that. (laughs) Well, I should really be apologizing to me, but whatever. Um, and yeah. I think that to start off this conversation, and actually this whole episode, I'm going to be recording my first little segment um, awake right before I go to sleep, Um, and then I'm going to try to go to sleep, even though I think it's very prominent in our age group, my age group being like like 18 to 22 maybe. Um, especially university students, it's very hard to fall asleep. So I don't know. I'm going to try to fall asleep and we're going to see how it goes. And for the remainder of this little segment, um, since I brought up that in the first podcast, I had originally used podcasts from middle school to high school days for actually sleeping. So this ties in perfectly. And also, um, kind of also a soothing ailment for anyone trying to fall asleep. The next segment, Until I Fall Asleep, is going to be recorded in ASMR. Yes, you heard that correctly. We are going to record this whole episode in ASMR, and I'm so sorry if you can hear my breathing, but I have to breathe, so that's really it. Um, so let's just dive into this episode. Uh, go ahead and turn up your volume. Actually, it's so funny that I brought that up because I realized that in my podcast, both the one, I know I breathe heavily, I'm sorry, both the, <laughs> both the first one and the one with Freddie, that I'm actually speaking very, um, like, softly. So, go ahead and raise your volume all the way this time. I, I assume you're going to have to raise your volume all the way. And we're just going to dive in into how sleep is actually one of the best parts of my day. Um, when I first, I used to think that it was like a logic of each year you get to sleep a half hour later. Because when I was in first grade, um, my parents advised me to sleep around like 7 or 7.30. And then when I went to sixth, uh, second grade... They're like, okay, you can go to sleep like at 8, then 3rd grade at 8.30, um, and then 4th uh, grade at 9, 5th grade at 9.30, 6th grade at 10, 7th grade at um, 10.30, 8th grade at 11.30, um, and then finally when you get to high school, you'll um, sleep around midnight, I believe. <laughs> kind of a crazy concept, but that's the concept I used to believe. And um, I think it 
through, honestly. Um, I believe maybe sixth grade, honestly. Well, actually, I don't think I slept past uh, 10.30 in elementary school from first to sixth grade. I don't think I slept past 10.30. But it was really in seventh grade and eighth grade. It was in both of those grade levels that I actually went to sleep at 4 a.m., kind of close to um, what I'm about to sleep right now. I think once I get off the podcast, maybe like in 10, 20 minutes, I um, will try to fall asleep. And honestly, and you know what? Okay, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get into this later. But yeah, I'm probably not going to go to sleep until maybe 3, maybe 3.34, which is kind of devastating. Honestly, if you think about it, I'm really tired right now. And y'all should be thanking me because I was going to go to sleep without recording a podcast. Unfortunately, I made a commitment to myself that I would upload each Tuesday and each Thursday. And it's already a Thursday and I have nothing to upload. Now, when I think about how sleep is affected um, by our everyday lives... We all know, especially if you go to loud parties, sleeping after a big party, or after doing a lot of exercise or physical activity, or just being very, very tired. Um, I actually saw a tweet earlier this week, sleeping after Disneyland really does hit different, and I agree, because it hits different. And um, that's just the philosophy that I have. On the opposite side, though, when I was going to talk about when I was going to talk about um, going to sleep, maybe at three or four, things that keep you awake. And now this is really crazy. Caffeine, honestly, honestly, one hundred percent. If I want to sleep, caffeine will not affect me. I know it's crazy. The only way caffeine will affect me is if I have not sleeping. If I have not slept, I guess, if I have not slept, um, in at least maybe 20 hours, caffeine will keep me awake, but only then I can go to sleep right after going, after going to Starbucks. Given that I had slept the previous day, I will go to sleep with no problem. And what I'm trying to allude to when I'm trying to say awake for at least 20 hours is all-nighters because all-nighters are very dangerous. I'm actually going to go into it in my next segment after I wake up from today's nap. I guess it's more of a sleep, but it's a nap. Um, I'm so sorry. But I'm sorry. I'm doing the ASMR. I'm sorry. Okay, but what really irks me is that sometimes you could you just for the better of you cannot fall asleep and i'm really not a big fan of taking like sedatives or, or melon what is it what's what's that bill called melatonin yeah melatonin i'm really i'm really not like a big fan of taking melatonin because i feel like it'll affect you i don't know maybe it's just crazy I feel like um, the best thing for me when I want to fall asleep is just laying down, being in a cold room. For me, I cannot sleep in a room that is not cold, and I mean that I can only sleep in a cold room. 
out there in the public. Um, a cold room. A big glass of water is always a very good plus. Um, some music. I think I brought this up to a few friends, but ASMR, yes, like I'm doing right now, um, puts me right to sleep. Podcast puts me to sleep. Um, slowed and reverb music on YouTube music. Uh, I'm promoting Spotify for this podcast. Next one, though, but um, yeah, spot, uh, YouTube music does have the slow and reverb on track. And I don't know. I kind of understand why people say do not use um, laptops or any electronic devices like cell phones before going to sleep because it will affect you. And let me tell you, it really does affect you, but not in the way that you would think. Um, you still get tired. People say that, oh, you'll never get tired. You just whatever. I still get tired when I'm on those things, but it's just so difficult putting it down. You, you're kind of in a state of like, you're tired, but you can you can be awake for a little bit more. I feel like once you truly reach a limit past, like, I don't know, seven hours after um, sundown, then it finally, you know, affects you in the way that your eyes get so tired, so heavy. And then um, electronic devices will just kind of, I don't know, to me personally, I cannot count the amount of times I've woken up to an iPad on my back hot because it's like struggling um, to like still play music or like my my phone um, or like even like a DS. I don't know if you guys um, still know what a DS is. It's like a video game handheld video game system. And I usually um. I'm so shocked because the battery does get extremely hot because it's still playing music, of course. Oh, and sleeping with AirPods, that's, that's hell, honestly. I, I don't like sleeping with AirPods because you know that you're going to lose an AirPod the amount of times I've lost or misplaced, sorry, the amount of times that I misplaced an AirPod just because I fell asleep. No, it's too crazy. It's, re it's really brutal out here, Olivia Rodrigo style. Um, but yeah, let's see. Positive, positive things of sleep. <laughs> the positives of sleep are that it makes you feel really good. And also for me personally, um, I feel like I have just messed up my circadian rhythm so much by going to sleep at four in the morning every single day for like two years. And then proceeding to follow that with all-nighters. Actually, no. I did not go to sleep at 4 in the morning for 2 years. I went to sleep at 4 in the morning for 6 years. Yes, 6 years. You heard that correctly. Actually, maybe more like 5. I think it was like 7th grade. And then, um, I want to say all through high school. But honestly, in high school, it was more like going to sleep at 2 a.m. Um, but that was more like junior year and senior year. Freshman year, I absolutely went to sleep at 4 a.m. Um, watching anime. I love anime, by the way. That could be another episode. But, and this is a big but. I cannot actually. This
this is so funny because I've messed up my circadian rhythm. I can really go to sleep at any time of the day. However, I do get a very, very big problem going to sleep at a certain time. And it's very ironic because that time is 4 a.m. And I brought it I brought it up earlier that I'll probably go to sleep like at 3 or 3.30, maybe 4 a.m. Just because 4 a.m. is like, I want to say a wall. Um, most apps or most programs or websites usually reset the day not at midnight, but around 5 or 6 a.m. Because they don't want to see people. They don't want people to see the app being reset to the next day. And it really works because for me personally, in my experience, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., not really so much 6 a.m., actually, yeah, 6 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and 6 a.m. are the times that you will most likely go to sleep if you haven't slept already. And it's very inconvenient because if you're trying to do all-nighters on purpose, purpose, yeah, I didn't install that pop filter. Anyways, if you're going, to, if you're going to sleep on purpose, if you're not trying to go to sleep on purpose, I'm so sorry. I'm actually kind of tired right now. If you're not trying to go to sleep on purpose, and you go ahead and you reach that time of 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m you will feel the universe working against you because you it's it's crazy it's crazy you wouldn't think that you know you're feeling fine 1 a.m 2 a.m 3 a.m kind of at that 4 a.m mark you're like okay i think at this time i can like take a rest and i'll be okay like i can wake up but there are so many times that i've rested and gone to sleep and it's terrible i'm sorry and i'm going to sleep and it's terrible Once you reach 7 a.m. though, you are literally awake. And it's funny because when, back when I was in university housing, every time that I had an all-nighter, which was very often, every time that I had an all-nighter and like 7 a.m. reaches around and you see the, the sun coming up, you know that you have been victorious in your all-nighter. I don't care. I don't care when. The sun goes up, the all-nighter is passed. Congratulations, you passed your all-nighter. Usually that's around like 5.30 a.m. though. But at 7 a.m. it's just special because all that tiredness that you felt, it goes away. It kind of does go away. And I'm not, it's like, what? Maybe it's because you're having breakfast or something. Maybe it's because you're being a little bit more active instead of just sitting at a computer or typing or whatever you're doing. 7 a.m. and by 8 a.m. you're awake. Uh, funny story though, when I used to have these kind of all-nighter situations, I would stay up very late and I would actually, fun fact, I would I would have a lot of trouble, I would be in bed, I would be like at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. It's crazy because when the sun goes up, that's like the boss battle, I would say. Because that is when you feel guilty for yourself. If you're not trying to pull on it and you're there at that like 5.30 mark and the sun is going up, your conscience feels so terrible. 
being like, I never meant for this to happen. And it's crazy. It's crazy, honestly. And then you'll fall asleep right then and there if you're not trying to, like, wake up. But if you are trying to stay up, then that 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, I don't know what breakfast you want, waffle, oatmeal, cereal, sandwich, whatever you want. It just hits so much different. And that's actually because of scientific proof that you kind of um, feel different. People say that it's like a drunken feeling. I feel like, I don't know, like it feels definitely, um, you're not focused. It feels like an anti-focused moment or like a feeling when you stay up and you have an reminder and you still continue in your day and you just didn't sleep. Your day feels so woozy and so out of focus. It's crazy in my opinion, but I kind of like it sometimes. It's just like, I don't know. Moving on from that though, um, you know you're bound to crash at one point or another. And, it, and, and okay, this is really where the unhealthy cycle kind of starts and where I'm trying to get at. When all your classes are done back in, back in both junior high, high school, and university, I'm not going to lie. When all the classes are done and you decide to take a short nap, not, not sleep. And you sleep and you fall asleep. And you wake up like at 9 p.m. You're literally forced to do another all-nighter. And it, it creates a cycle and cycle and cycle. Usually around 2, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. is when you will crash. Your body said, okay, this is really cute, but I'm going to crash. I'm not trying to brag, though. But I do hold the record for five all-nighters in a row. And I'm not going to get into it. Actually, I will go into it. Um, in this next segment, actually not the next segment, I think I'll get into it into the last segment, but for now, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to go to sleep, I hope you enjoyed the ASMR, and, um, (laughs) sorry for surprising you, um, I hope you enjoyed the ASMR and my little story about how sleepless I am sometimes, I will get into it more, but since this is the sleep episode, my break this time, I will actually go to sleep, and this is kind of crazy. This is um, method, if you will. So, um, without further ado, please have a good night. I will have a good night, hopefully, and I'll see you in a little bit. Alright, I just thought I might add a really quick little segment right actually before I go to sleep. That way, um, you guys don't think that I'm lying about going to sleep. Um, it's currently 2.59, so let's just wait until it turns, like, 3. And, um, I'm really tired, <laughs> but, you know, as soon as I walked in the bed, or I guess got in the bed, imagine walking into a bed, anyways. Um, as soon as I got into the bed, I picked up my phone, I got my headphones, you're listening on my headphones, microphone, by the way. And, um, Yeah. Now I'm here lying down, I'm very tired, I have a pillow right next to me, which I'm going to get into the correct way of sleeping later, but um, this is fun, I'm very tired, as soon as I hit the pillow, my whole body just collapsed, and I feel very tired right now, actually, I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to sleep like a fool, I'm going to sleep like right now, actually, and it's finally 3 o'clock. 
So with that, I think I'm gonna go to sleep. And I'll come. What? What is it? I'll talk later, I guess. All right. Uh, enjoy the break. <laughs> And I'm back. It is currently 8 a.m. Good morning, everyone. And I have not had breakfast yet, and I had just brushed my teeth. So let me just get into it. my morning routine for what it is after sleeping, and then I'll go into why I actually appreciate sleeping and why it might be also one of the most dangerous things in the world. So my morning routine is I usually wake up First things first is I have to brush my teeth because if I don't, I will feel really disgusting. So I brush my teeth. Um, I Well, actually, before I brush my teeth, I floss, even though there's there shouldn't be too much accumulation of the teeth. I know, it's kind of disgusting. Um, but yeah, I floss, brush my teeth, whatever. Then I change because I need to change. And then I go ahead and have breakfast. So currently, I had just brushed my teeth and flossed and everything, everything dental basically. But I still have yet to change, and I still have yet to have breakfast, so hopefully I will get hungry very soon. But for now, I'm just sipping on some water, which I love to have before sleep, actually. I love to have water before sleeping. And if we're going to get into the episode today, um, which is the same as today, but earlier in the morning, um, yeah, I mean, we're talking about sleep. And I think before I left... Um, I was doing ASMR, which I do not want to do anymore. I'm not going to do ASMR anymore. But let me get into why sleep is really good. Um, for me, I found out that properties of sleep are just, you, you feel attentive in the day. You also feel like you're, like the day goes by quicker. Um, because you don't like lag. I, I guess I don't know if that's the, the right word, but you lag behind and you're just like, Oh, I want to get home. I want to like rest. I want to do anything. When you're when your mind is kind of like on that mentality, you find out that your day is kind of lagging and you kind of doze off, and it's really not healthy. Um, but yeah, also another benefit of sleep: skin complexion, along with water. It's really good for your skin. It's really good for your health. Um, but also, if it has all these benefits, though, why am I having such a bad time sleeping? And the reason behind that is very complicated, which I'm going to get into in the next segment after this one. But part part of those reasons I'm actually going to explain right now. And I'm going to make my argument. Um, Now that I made my argument, I'm going to make a counter argument, actually, of why sleep is actually very, very bad for you. Um, So in a way, I think that sleep does bring healthy benefits um it does bring you know it's 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 crucial to life as some might say but also it's really inconvenient (laughs) sleeping is a little inconvenient i'm not gonna lie and also when i whenever i sleep i usually have an idea of when i want to wake up and honestly for waking up i can get into it very quickly um when you manifest a time you most likely will wake up at that time because your brain registers it when you go to sleep and you're like, I'm so tired, um, I can literally pass out right now and I don't care what time I wake up, your your body will literally be like, all right, bet, and you will sleep for 12 hours and that's not, that's not good. Um, I don't think that your 
sleep patterns should make that decision up for you. If I want to sleep one hour, I'm going to sleep one hour. If I want to sleep 12 hours, I'm going to sleep 12 hours. But I need my I need my own conscious to make up that decision. I don't need my body to be like, you're going to sleep 13 hours and you're going to feel really good, but you're going to miss a lot of things, which I hate missing things. And whenever I think of um, proper sleep, there's just so many things, which I can get into in another episode, but I'm just going to get into it a little bit right now. Um, with, I mean, skin, dental, hygiene, all these other things that kind of relate to self-care. There's a premium option, which I, I mean, I feel like sleep is sleep. And sometimes, yes, pillows, beds, comforters, room temperature, cold room temperature. Um, even Like anything is just so temperamental um, and influential to sleep. But I don't think that just because you're you're sleeping on a lower count bed sheet or not memory foam pillows or whatever that you should have lesser quality of sleep i feel like sleep should be the same um and it it really sucks because i wish i could go to sleep like in a hot room which is uh, uncomfortable by the way if you think that sleeping in a hot room is good no um or i wish i can go to sleep with like lights on which i know you're not supposed to do but sometimes i do um It's just, I don't know, like, there should not be a premium option to sleep. It's a negatively perceived thing. Just having the gall and gumption to be like, yeah, my sleep was so good. I slept so well. And obviously, if you're using memory foam or whatever you want, um, sheep's wool, (laughs) chicken feathers, whatever. Um, it's, It's just like, I guess, everyone should have their own taste of sleep. And everyone should have access to that same taste of sleep. Um... What I, I'm, I'm kind of ast- like astounded that, I mean, if any of you guys go to hotels or anything like high class hotels have these high class beds and what sheets and pillows and whatever, and it's a very good sleep. I mean, um, I'm actually gonna get into travel in, in, in a future episode very soon, um, but but when you travel, um, let me let me just give a, a little example that I've traveled to New York. I traveled to New York. I went to a five star hotel. Um, that was such a good sleep. Like, I, I'm actually really appalled by how bad sleep is once you recognize how good sleep is. I just don't think that good sleep should be, like, an option in, like, um, you know what? I'm just gonna drop the subject because I need to get back to the topic of why sleep is actually bad. And the point that I wanted to make, my next point, is that when you're sleeping, before you sleep, there's there's always things that affect your sleep um and you cannot do whatever action you want beforehand and then go to sleep um examples are like eating or waking up okay here's the thing i know that you're supposed to wake up and you know prepare for the day do whatever do whatever there are some people and there are some situations that you just need to sleep the whole day because you have been exhausted is an understatement you have just been so drained yeah so you need to sleep the whole day your body does not want that and i understand i understand i know people are supposed to be productive i know us as a human animal species are supposed to be awake when the sun is up and then getting to sleep when the moon is up 
but just let me sleep all day. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Sleep is just so beneficial, but it's temperamental. And sometimes you have bad sleep. Ooh, I can, ooh, sometimes you have bad sleep. And that is so terrible. Um, I'm going to get into the next segment as well when it comes to dreams and nightmares. But let me just go into nightmares. Can you imagine having a nightmare and having a bad night and also waking up very, very sore? Like your back hurts? What kind of trickery of sleep? This is not, this is not fair. Why does sleep end up being bad? And okay, my main point here is that if if I set up my pillows, if I set up my blanket, if I set up whatever, perfectly, you know, I'm comfortable, then I wake up terrible, back hurting, everything. And I've known that this formula has worked before. What is going on? Like literally, what is going on? I'm I'm doing everything I can to sleep. Please, please get like help me. Please help me. I have no idea why this is. Okay, this is not fair. The next point that I want to make, which I'll continue um after the break, so I'm going to take a break right now. But the next point that I want to make is going back to the all nighter thing. When you sleep after an all nighter, or actually, you know what? When you sleep the night before an all nighter. It's never adequate sleep. The one before and the one after. Both non-adequate sleep. And you know when you have an all-nighter and you have that mentality of, oh, I can just go to sleep right now and I'm going to relax and everything, whatever. And you're doing work and you're like, okay, I give up. You know, I'm not going to do this all-nighter. And you get in bed and you're rest and you're like restless. What is that about? What is that about? Why is my body playing games? I am not here to be, oh, so tired, exhausted, all day, whatever. I need to go to sleep. And then in bed being like, oh, wait, JK. Body, make up your mind. I'm so sorry. What is going on here? This is so messed up from the body. And I'm going to get into all-nighters um, in a little bit. But first, let me go ahead. Let me take a break. This time it's the morning. I'm going to go ahead and have breakfast, change, get ready, and I'll be right back. And I'm back from the break, all fed. Thank you so much to, I believe, Kellogg's for making Cheerios. Those are delicious. Also, another shout out to Kirkland Signature for their vanilla flavored soy milk. Simply the best. And before I was taking a break, I had been explaining to you guys how sleep um, can be dangerous or there's some downsides to sleeping sometimes that you really can't control. And that's honestly one of my semi-pet peeves not really a pet peeve but something that just annoys me about sleep and getting into it um i brought up the mention of nightmares and how you can't really control that and i'm gonna go into that right now um nightmares and dreams as well were made in or are made in the rem cycle or rapid eye movement it's the last um cycle before waking up so that's what you have dreams sometimes or you have nightmares sometimes and you wake up right after that's because yeah that's that's how it works chronologically in the circadian rhythm and speaking of which nightmares um i believe are influenced by actual events that happen in your life and to me that's crazy because i could be going into school or i can be preparing for a job or whatever and having a nightmare about that that's really um 
it's scary and uh, honestly um it's it's really um to me a lesson learner or something that a lesson teacher something that that you learn your lesson from basically <laughs> and um in in one way or another having a nightmare about uh a situation that you're nervous about or a situation that you want to um do well or exceed in it's kind of good it, it gives you a little bit of a motivation like i said it's a it's an eye-opener <laughs> lesson it gives you a lesson and at the end of the day you really manifest that the, the what you had or what you had remembered was just simply a nightmare and and things can only go up from there if your nightmares are really bad um kind of shifting and going the opposite way dreams i love dreams by the way um i actually had a dream last night. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, but it was just simply that I was in school and I was doing very well. And also some weird stuff, which let's actually get into that right now momentarily. But um, before that, I'm just going to explain how dreams affect your life. Um, So for me, I like getting into okay for me i like having dreams and then seeing the dreams come true like actual dreams come true to me it feels like deja vu um mainly because it is deja vu and also deja vu is affected by sleep but you didn't know that um yes and sometimes having like lucid dreams is so crazy because you think that you're really on top of the world but you're not um you escape to another dimension and it's it really is great um getting into what i was talking about earlier and it kind of correlates to lucid dreaming weird dreams now i'm i'm gonna admit to myself i have had some very very weird dreams especially and i'm gonna talk about this afterwards because i can talk about this for a long time as well especially when you have sleep paralysis and sleep paralysis if anyone doesn't know um good thing you don't know um sometimes when you're asleep and it mostly happens when you're um, laying on your back sleeping on your back you feel that your body wakes up but your mind does not and you you're just trapped in your body basically and it's abrupt it is it's actually a dream did you know that it's actually a dream crazy um so you're in rem and you see yourself you see yourself and you want to free yourself um you feel that your body feels heavy you feel that your eyes are open but they're not open like you can see yourself but it's crazy um i think that that proves a mentality of having self-image without really seeing yourself um which is why i think i like not looking in the mirror as much because i know what i look like already anyways i'm, I'm dozing off dozing off Ooh, you got that anyways um yeah sleep paralysis is is crazy you can't move um or actually for me honestly i moved a little bit and it's like whoa like you like your body is heavy basically um and for me actually i used to hate sleep paralysis i used to get it all the time freshman year of university if you know you know i got sleep paralysis um, constantly and that's actually because i did pull off the five all-nighters the five night all-nighters in a row and i'm going to get into that a little bit later but 
yeah I, it used to happen um i got some advice to not sleep on your back because that's actually what causes sleep paralysis and also um do not get scared from my personal opinion when you get scared and once you really let yourself become engulfed into what sleep paralysis is and you really feel the fear that is when you freak out and you really do not want to wake up because once you wake up you will be you will literally be scarred you, you you feel like you'll be scarred you'll be screaming it'll be crazy and other people will say wow you look asleep and some people are like oh you murmured a little bit because sometimes you do murmur a little bit in your sleep um and especially in sleep paralysis you're you're it, it's crazy people are like begging like wake up like wake me up wake me up wake me up but um all they hear is like <laughs> anyways um okay tips for sleep paralysis Okay, from my personal opinion, when I have sleep paralysis, I do not get scared anymore. So let me tell you what you need to do once you have sleep paralysis. And if you get it, good luck. You know, everyone ha- everyone deals their own way with sleep paralysis. But here's what I do. And I always wake up really good, really refreshed, and not really um, scarred from sleep paralysis. So step number one, you have to acknowledge in your mind that you are being i guess seduced or induced or whatever not seduced i'm sorry um you are experiencing sleep paralysis face the music you're you're stuck basically um also acknowledge that you're dreaming this isn't real um and don't don't waste extra energy trying to wake yourself up um if you move a lot if you try to speak if you do whatever you're going to experience a very, very bad time when you wake up. And it's going to kind of scar you a little bit. I, I mean, I told you that, but um, here's what you need to do. Like I said, acknowledge number two, really put yourself in a mindset that I'm going to wake up eventually, as a matter of fact, very soon. So this sleep paralysis is probably not going to last any more than one, two, three, no more than four minutes. All right. Number two. Make sure that your mind says, okay, when I'm ready to wake up, I'm ready to wake up. What you're going to do is calm yourself, put yourself in a situation, try to turn yourself off. Try to try to go back to sleep without dreaming about sleep paralysis. Try to go back to sleep. Once you're in the verge of, you know, you close your eyes, you shut off your everything, you have to build comfortability in being still. If you realize that you're still and you freak out, please stay calm. Acknowledge, like you said, just just like I said, acknowledge it, stay calm, really find peace in yourself. And really, you're in your own body. So just, you know, nuzzle up your soul in, in your own bones and skin and bones and really just keep calm. And when you're about to go back to sleep and you feel yourself going back to sleep in peace, you know, really feeling yourself acknowledging sleep paralysis. You feel like, you know, you can go back to sleep. Give yourself the strongest, and I mean the strongest jolt ever. Now, when I tell you, you can wake yourself up from sleep paralysis that way, it is crazy. And I've I've done it, I want to say maybe 20 times. Acknowledge it. You know, be be happy, be in your bones. All right, one, two, three, and give yourself a jolt. If it doesn't work, repeat it. Go back to you know, go back to sleep. Be like, okay, you know, I did this once. Let me do it another time. You're calm. You don't freak out. Give yourself another jolt. 
start with start with your arm don't don't do your whole body you can do your whole body but just start with your arm and give yourself a jolt and once you wake up just pretend it didn't happen pretend it didn't happen and you'll be okay all right and speaking of jolting let me actually um say something before i get into the last topic being the whole nighter stuff um look if you if you don't experience enough sleep and i've I do not experience enough sleep, I'm going to be honest. You notice that you jolt in your bed before going to sleep. This means that you really, really need sleep. And sometimes I feel like I do this so much and I just feel so groggy whenever I'm I'm awake that I have narcolepsy, which honestly, I feel like I can develop it. I'm not going to like self-diagnose myself, but I honestly, I feel like I could develop it just because of what I'm feeling. Anyways, um, going back... Yes, jolting is normal, and you're gonna see me if you ever, if you ever see me sleep and I have not slept in a while, or I have really poor sleep. You will see me jolt. As a matter of fact, yesterday night, um, since I was sleeping like at three a.m., I jolted so hard, and it usually just takes two or three jolts to get me to sleep. But um, just let yourself do it, and sometimes you wake yourself up, and it's kind of weird, but you just go back to sleep. And um, for me at least. I feel like I'm a sleep master. Um, I can control when my jolts are. No, well, not really when my jolts are, but I can like feel it and I can just prepare for it because they are scary. If you ever experience jolts, they are very, very, very scary. And then the last thing um, before I get into the, <laughs> before I get into the last, 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 last thing. Um, oh God, what was I going to point? Oh yeah. Similarly in sleep paralysis, if you kind of have enough experience with it in shutting your own body off and really having control over your body and really feeling comfortable in it, try having, try doing the same. Um, oh, who added me on Snapchat? I'm sorry. Can I delete this person? I'm sorry. Um, if you want to have good sleep and really comfortable and really not worry about anything else in the world, do the same thing as you're preparing for sleep paralysis but instead of doing a jolt give yourself a little affirmation of all right i'm going to sleep i can feel myself going to sleep um let me try to move my arms but this time try to like be on the very 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 brink of being very tired um you, you can get like tired 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 um and like not experience like sleep paralysis readiness like preparation um, I'm not like this is I'm not telling you how to get sleep paralysis. I'm telling you how to go to sleep. Um, but you if you calm yourself, if you relax your bones, relax your feet, relax everything, get yourself in a position that's like you can you feel like you're plastering yourself and you just feel the weight of the air or the weight of the blanket or whatever it's above you, just weigh on you and just you you freeze a little bit. Maybe maybe you pretend freeze. I don't have to pretend freeze anymore. <laughs> not a flex, but um if you just freeze, you can feel yourself going to sleep and just turn your body off and just really have nothing on your mind except am I being like, can I move my arms? Can I move my legs? Can I move this? And if you can go back, do the same affirmation. And then, you know, when you're sleeping, you don't really think of anything. You just, you just sleep. But when you're on the brink of sleeping and before you know you're you're thinking of nothing you're doing whatever you're whatever like you're 
recklessly and restlessly sleeping or thinking about whatever get that all in your mind get that all out of your mind sorry and when you're about to sleep ask yourself can i move my hand and if the answer is no congratulations you are asleep already isn't that crazy you can feel when you're going to sleep and and that's for me that is so crazy and then after that obviously you can't really realize the whole night you need to get your own sleep and your mind needs to rest so go ahead and rest now getting into the last topic how did i make five nights if an all-nighter in a row happen for me and how you can make it happen for you i'm just kidding um i don't advise this but i am going to tell my story so yes school is monday through friday and i needed all five days to do my all-nighter um midterm season if anyone knows midterm season is dangerous so um what i did actually is i didn't use any coffee no caffeine nothing what you want to do is take breaks and i know that sounds crazy because breaks for resting is like why would i do that i'm gonna fall asleep do whatever but instead of like being in your bedroom or being in a dark room or being in a very comfortable place put yourself in the most uncomfortable chair put yourself with the lights on look up at the ceiling you know try to sleep with your eyes open you know do do things do activities um I, I said I didn't use caffeine, but honestly, I liked having little snacks of oatmeal or little other snacks that, like, um, keep you up a little bit, but not really keep you up because of the energy value, but keep you up because you're doing something. You're chewing food. You're drinking water. Drinking water is a big thing for all-nighters. Um, um, I'm, 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 there's, there's a lot of things you can do just to waste time, basically, um, it, it, but if you choose yourself to not waste time and do work, this can this can be very beneficial to just doing work, doing work, doing work. But like I said earlier, take breaks. You have to, and this this sounds really bad. This sounds really weird. You have to do random things. You have to procrastinate because that is how you waste time. And when you waste time, you realize that you have more energy in you. I think I mentioned earlier that, you know, you're so tired and you're so restless and it's it's incredible when you're awake. And then once you get in bed, you realize that you have a lot of energy. What I'm doing with this, what you're basically doing, I'm sorry, what we both are doing, I guess, um, when you're taking breaks and wasting time is exerting all the energy that you had when you're waking up. I mean, when you're awake, sorry. What you're doing when you're um, being distracted and procrastinating and doing whatever is actually you're you're playing into your time that you use for sleeping and you're using the time that you would actually be tired, but you're not. Um, so you're using all that energy, all, all that energy. Yeah, you might feel a little woozy, but, um, you know, it happens. And then it just happens, 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 happens. Um, during the day, though, I'm not going to lie. During the day, though, you take a little not you rest your eyes but you're awake um that's that's sometimes necessary because your eyes will water or something else but you're awake listen to music really um uh i don't know how to explain it like sing along to the lyrics if you know the lyrics and yeah basically with that um you can easily do one two day one two three days and the third day you're gonna feel a little bit weird but here's another strategy and here's the last strategy that really you can do it and 
I haven't done it again because you can really go on and on and on and do whatever you want for how many ever for how many other days. Um, I just chose I just chose to do like on three, like two two or three other days. Um, if we're going from the third day mark, and extending into the third, fourth, fifth day. Um, you know, three days, two days, wherever you want. Um, that's what I pushed. But you can really test this out for a very long time. Um, you will limit yourself just because of what the strategy is. But um, if you find more of what I'm about to tell you then you really should not have a problem. And what this strategy is, is finding new places to be at. If you're in the same places, your mind will familiarize yourself and really do the routine. If you're saying, um, maybe in the studying room and you're studying and you're doing work or whatever, and you're in that day and, and you're in that room for at least three days, your mind kind of says, all right, this is my home basically um, for now. So I'm going to go ahead and rest. But I think something in our minds or something in our bodies primordial about going into new places and really being in a, in a, in a situation that's new basically is like, okay, I'm awake. Um, well, I'm actually very tired, but I'm awake and I'm going to just keep an eye for Selena, if you will. So um, for that, I mean, I went all across campus, three, four fifth on the fifth night i was like all right i'm done with everything and as a matter of fact i actually slept 26 hours after that i know it's crazy i skipped a whole day i got like many missed calls um but still zero snapchat notifications um and yeah that is exactly how you sleep for five days in a row or actually how you don't sleep for five days in a row i'm so sorry i'm very tired right now um, I just had breakfast, but I, I didn't sleep. I mean, I did sleep, but not adequately. I need to go back to sleep actually, which is so fitting. Um, <laughs> um, but anyways, besides that, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and this episode. I'm actually very glad that we're up to five listeners. This is crazy. These are literally, I don't even think I've shared the podcast with that many listeners. So thank you so much. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. Thank you so much. Make sure to listen to um, my second podcast after show. They're kind of low-key where I will be putting songs relating to dreams because since we talked about that, I'll put songs relating to dreams and also a few songs that I think you should be listening to right now. All right. Without further ado, I love saying without further ado, I'm sorry, but without further ado... (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and chop off the podcast. Chop off? What is that? No. I'm going to go ahead and um, put the podcast on snooze. (laughs) All right. Bye.